everybody. This is Dr. Alex Avila with Love University, and we're back. I'm an author, psychologist, and speaker. Every week we talk about how to love ourselves, others, and a higher nature, how to improve our finances, career, health, and spirituality. And today we have a very special guest. We have Megan Wex, who is a dating relationship coach. Uh, she's a certified coach, uh, author, and speaker. She helps a successful, high-achieving woman find their soulmate, a lasting love. Her Man Funnel Method has been featured on Forbes, Psychology Today, and Reader's Digest. And it helped her marry the soulmate of her life, Josh, within one year at age 35. Welcome, Megan, to the show. Thank you, Dr. Osmond. Now, you have an interesting background. You worked in Wall Street uh, in sales, and you're kind of applying the sales business model to um, finding your soulmate and dating. Uh, you call it the man funnel. And you talk about things like um, uh, filling your man funnel, I guess, uh, with, with men, right? You can date and uh, going out two or three times a week and kind of like an interesting model. Tell us a little bit about that. How does that work? So it really helps a woman not to get a laser focus um, too soon. I see the number one pitfall with women who are out there is like they, they become excited about a man and they just throw out any other option out the window and they get this strong, strong focus before he's necessarily considering them for a serious relationship. Now, the problem with that is a woman can get very committed. We're designed to emotionally connect and be vulnerable and really yes. latch on. Our species promotes this for you know the, the survival of humans. Yes. And so the man funnel is a fun way for us to remember that it's important to explore your options and really build your criteria um, from a little bit of a distance while also bringing your heart. Um, out to play. I love your work so much because you're so focused on love and bringing yes. yourself to this vibration of love. So I want to point out that the man funnel is not just a numbers game, but it is a reminder to explore, right? But the more you can do that with love in mind, okay, and, and becoming love, the less num numbers you really need. And it all just comes, um, it just all falls into place. I see what you're saying. So you're kind of uh, combining a yin and yang element, um, the two you know, sides of the thinking and feeling personality. And I wrote a book called Love Types, which is a bestseller with Myers-Briggs and, and compatibility. And then we you talk about, you know, the logical side of things and the emotional side. And, um, and some women actually have more logical in them and some women have more uh, feeling and vice versa with men. Now, in terms of, um, you talk about the, um, the current uh, linear model, which you say is a different um, approach and women are feeling hopeless and helpless. Tell us about that. What is the linear model of dating? The linear model is what women are doing. This is what I see them doing. They're just jumping in so quickly. And that's because in today's age, people are getting physically intimate so quickly. Yes. And then of course, as women, when we orgasm, our oxytocin is flooded into our body and we become very attached. And it's yes. almost impossible to keep, um, keep your eyes open and explore. We also are losing a lot of the functionality of our frontal lobe. Yes. And we're, so we're not making clear decisions on men. We're sort of like latching on and hoping it will fall into place on the back end. Right. And we're also showing up within our persona, as you mentioned in one of your podcasts, we're showing up with this mod, this mask on, and then later the mask starts to dissolve. And then yeah. two people are like, wait a second, do we really love each other? Are we right for each other? Oh. In my work, the difference between the linear model and the man funnel model of dating is simply you're spending more front 
time on the front end, really right. qualifying people to make sure right. that they're a good match. <laughs> exactly. Now, um, you also have very interesting terminology. Uh, you kind of like <laughs> use some uh, kind of cool words. You talk about the excited man babble. Uh, you talk about the <laughs> oxytocin cloud. And by the way, I work with Pat Allen. I don't know if you've known Dr. Pat Allen, who's done a lot of work with oxytocin. Uh, she was on the Millionaire Matchmaker and other things like that. She's a very um, great lady. But the idea that, you know, you get bonded uh, when you make love and also through a physical affection uh, psychologically as, as a female. And also males do that. Uh, you talk about performer's mode, exclusivity trap. You've got a lot of cool words. So tell us, break, break that down for us. Tell us about that. What is that? Sure. Well, the oxytocin cloud is what I was just mentioning, how yes. um, we it floods our body and we feel so attached, but we're also we're doing that prematurely yes. before we really know if a person is right. So yes. I want you to to take steps, listeners who are out there, mm. to actively be one step ahead of your human nature to yes. attach early right. and really observe men and across something that we call here the exploratory phase. Mm. That's one of our little catchwords, which mm. just is a reminder to watch a man, observe him over time before giving that before diving in and, and giving that commitment. Now, right. excited man babble, thank you for asking. Excited man babble is when, um, and this could be excited person babble, when a person is just, they're excited about you. So it doesn't mean it's inauthentic or they're yes. playing you intentionally. They're just in that moment, they're feeling right. excited. They yeah. say nice things right. and they future talk like, oh, you also love so-and-so artists. We should see that exhibit right. in December, right? right? So it's, it's kind of not... the honeymoon stage where you have these it... phenomenon-like substances releasing your brain. So you're in a cloud kind of thing. Well, uh, the, you know, oftentimes I see this so much. A man is saying things about the future and yes. then he gets her very excited. Mm -hmm. And then with that babble, the um, expectations rise. Right. And right. then the problem is with that <clears throat> is that her expectation energy starts really um, kind of eroding the fun he was just having in the moment. Mm -hmm. And his words, like he gets a little ahead of himself and then he right. realizes he may have overcommitted. That's excited mm -hmm. man babble. Okay, okay, right. <laughs> now, uh, Maggie, you seem to, you have a lot of joy in what you're doing. I can see from your laughter, you really love <laughs> this stuff. <laughs> I do. It's wonderful. But, Dating, what, uh, I have a whole new cohort. Yes. And one of the things that they said that they want to gather out of um, the work together is right. they want to have fun with dating. Yes. And now, so that's, so some of my, um, clients who've been with me for a while, yes. they were recently interviewed and they say dating is actually fun with the man funnel. That's what I want for you all. It doesn't yes. have to be so difficult out there. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Now, um, now you came from wall street. I guess you were a recruiter as well in the business world. Uh, I see that kind of a more of a drier, logical kind of work, but um, were you joyful there too? Or is this where your real joy is? Or do you have a, a little bit of both? Thank you for asking. I want to share that the reason I was so good at connecting hiring managers with candidates yes. is because I could feel into certain energy. Ah. So even without necessarily doing personality tests on the candidates, which we did do sometimes depending on the requirements, I was talented at matching yes. people based on the energy and I bring energetic intuitive work ah. into everything I do, especially I assisting clients in right. tapping to their own um, intuition and internal I power. I know you talk about that a lot too. Definitely. Yeah. So you might be uh, the intuitive feeler personality a little bit. 
in the love types of Myers Briggs, and that's a, kind of a spiritual a component to it. And I see that in your uh, some of your writings. You mentioned some of the great spiritual authors, uh, Don Miguel Ruiz, of course, the Four Agreements, and I've collaborated with him a little bit. And he talks about you said the judge, uh, the, you know, self judge that we have, uh, the regrets, you know, in terms of making mistakes and and the Book of Law, and how to basically change that mindset. And also Byron Katie, you talk about like asking questions. Uh, a woman, you mentioned that uh, the guy that stops calling and then she says, well, because of my personality, I pushed him away. And you ask yourself, is that really true? And if, it, you know, if it, if it wasn't, wasn't true, how would I behave? So you kind of help people probe internally. So you do a, like inner, inner work. Tell us about the inner work you do with, with uh, these women. So much of the inner work is in our work is the beginning of getting to know yourself. So we, we start with a process called dating yourself. Oh. And for most women, this is the first time they've really stopped and taken a look at yes. their personal essence. Yes. What I mean by that is that it's your essence that is going to pull a man in, not just the things you love and things you do and who you are as a yes. person, um, but it's how your own heart interacts with the stimuli in your world. Okay, so we help a woman to see that part of herself and to dissect it so she becomes so much more interesting and magnetic in the presence of a man. Yes. A man is what really pulls him to you is not just who you are. So I have so many women who are like, I'm the full package. How come this isn't coming together? Yes. Well, that's only part of it. So much is how another individual feels in your presence. And right. we there's so many little blocks and kind of like negative defaults of the brain yes. and your natural conditioning that we work right. to toward, yes. which bring a person closer to being that vibration of love. Hmm. Very nice. So you are combining a lot of interesting elements. You got the business side, you got the uh, psychological side. I think you said you have a degree in psychology uh, and spiritual. And you also talk about neuroplasticity, you know, being able to um, change your brain uh, through behaviors and change your mindsets. So that's a very powerful um, kind of blend of things. And I like when you talk about uh, self-analysis. Now, apparently there's a lot of regret going on uh, among these women you work with. Uh, you know, I, I, I drove them away. I said the wrong thing. Uh, and they keep thinking about, you know, if it's the right, the, you know, who they think is the right guy. And you talk about some things they need to ask themselves. For example, do, do I bleed masculinity? Uh, am I too guarded and attract emotionally unavailable men? Am I too sensitive and become overly maybe drama, drama-ish kind of person and I'm not worth it? So tell us, break those down, those four elements. Um, how does that maybe drive women, uh, men away if, if women do that? Well, it's interesting you bring this up because in my work, you know, hmm, it's never easy to look under the hood, right? Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> so women really have to, to be very strong in order to do this work because there's so much inner reflection and I don't want you to feel like wrong, okay? I just want you yes. to know that these things are part of the human condition. Mm -hmm. And the more awareness we have about how we function in the world, the more we can course correct and realize yes. that we're not changing you. We're yes. bringing you closer to your full authenticity. Yes. Because you mentioned performance mode, which is what, like, let's say drama you mentioned there's a lot of certain ways we're showing up now performance mode is when we're not intentionally um 
showing off or we're putting we're we're taking that part of our persona that we created that we think is more lovable and we are behaving in a certain way without realizing that we're doing this intentionally okay and so well my let, let, let me backtrack here so performance mode is that an unconscious intent to impress or is that a natural authentic part of you what do you mean by per performance mode? performance mode is your persona showing up and performing some of it hmm. is conscious and some of it is is like your subconscious driving you uh -huh. to behave this way until you're aware i think so much. many much of your behaviors right. are driven um by your subconscious right. right so my my work is to help you become aware of those things that you may be doing um in the presence of a man that's really blocking the okay. connection and to show you how to emotionally integrate within your body and bring love within, okay, to actually intentionally increase the warmth and quality right. of the coding in your electromagnetic field right. to, again, it all right. brings us back to love. I see. Now, you talk about the bleed masculinity. Now, we had uh, John Gray on the show. You may have heard of um, his recent work on testosterone and estrogen uh, with male and females and how some women may develop more of this so-called masculine energy. Uh, or female, you know, men can develop feminine energy, which is can be good, but then mm -hmm. it can be uh, overly done. So, what's your take on that? Is more is there more masculinity in females today versus before, or is that good or bad? What's your um, your feeling? In our quest for equality and independence and power as women who are achieving this um, in obviously many fields, we are conditioned and um, we must learn to thrive in our masculine energy to be analytical and get the tasks done. And then we're receiving accolades for this push, right. this push, push type of energy. And so then women feel like, Ooh, I've gotten so much success from utilizing my masculine energy, even right. though they don't know that's what it's called. Yes. They think it's a transferable skill and they're bringing it into their relationships with masculine energy men. Right. That is when there's a budding of, of heads right. the yang yang combination and the lack of polarity now yes. initially it may not be an issue but within that working organism of the relationship as it's running the household as a business right. you know yes everybody needs to function in their masculine and feminine energies but if we're not aware as the woman okay. who's seeking this high caliber man who has a lot of masculine energy that's what right. these successful women want but they don't know how to pair with one and right. and promote really good feelings within yes. that relationship. Okay, so you're uh, coaching then in terms of a lot of internal awareness of uh, you know their their energies. You know, like you said, the yin and yang, uh, you know, blends. But sometimes you can may have a masculine energy female with a feminine energy male, but they respect each other's style and it could work. So a lot of that could be you know how to appreciate and understand the the person, or like you said, they're looking for a, also a masculine energy male, so they need to know how to how to blend that. Uh, the other thing is you talk about guardedness and how guardedness can attract emotionally unavailable men, uh, I guess in some way. So how do you get women out of that, that, that trap? Yeah, I'd love to hear your take on this too. Um, women don't realize that the symptom of their guardedness is causing uh, probably most of their issues while right. they're trying to attract people online and then mm -hmm. further the relationship. Right. Because when your heart is hidden, you are a safe option for a man who mm. is scared of, mm. of intimacy. So right. he's targeting you. And it also becomes like if you're out in public and you have this, um, you know, micro expressions are one of the first things that other people are reading. And of course, right. 
studies show, recent Princeton studies are showing that people can make accurate assessments of other people within one-tenth right. of a second at this point. Hmm. So they're looking at your micro-expressions. Now, if he can see that you are guarded in your expressions, which he absolutely can read, he has a literal radar for this, it can become sport for him to want to kind of right. wean you over. And then once he does, that, that game hmm. for him is not interesting anymore. Interesting. If your heart is open, okay, hmm then you will start to attract men who also have a healthy heart that is ready to love. So your question is, how do we get there? Hmm. The, the number one way that we can help you to unguard your heart is giving you tools that protect your heart. This can start with boundaries and just right. general knowledge. We teach so much practical knowledge at the Man Funnel. Once you see what works out there, with men or within dating, um, you can allow your heart to emerge. You don't have to hide it under so much uh, armor anymore because you have the tools to safely navigate relationships. And this is one way that we naturally help you to liberate your heart. And only then when two hearts are unguarded and liberated, can they fuse together as one for a forever bond. Wow, I like that. Very beautifully said. It's a spiritual uh, you know, connection. So I guess if you elevate yourself spiritually or in some way that way, psychologically, you can also attract someone at that level that also has that same you know, openness, as you say, and, and trust. But you, know, you think of the feeling personality, the, you know, they can be more vulnerable because there are emotional people, but sometimes they're closet feelers. They hide the feelings inside. And I think you're talking about those, maybe some of those people. And they have the, the tough exterior shell of a self-protectiveness because they've been hurt in the past. But you're saying like, uh, you know, go beyond the scar and go, you know, open up a little bit and, and open up to the others is the beautiful part. Now, the other thing is um, the idea of the uh, drama queen uh, personality, like someone who doesn't know how to express their feelings and they explode. We call mm -hmm. it histrionic, perhaps in psychology, overly emotional. And you have drama kings as well. Uh, so that could be a problem, I guess, a turn off as well. How do you help women with that part of it to um, express them uh, feelings in a certain way that mm -hmm. doesn't over overwhelm? because yeah, uh, you know say the male or, or the person you're with we're not conditioned to express feelings um, we don't know how to um, most of us aren't really taught and many women are taught that men don't like emotions okay so then we don't say anything we don't express how we feel right. we don't share what's mm -hmm. harming us it builds up it comes out sideways <laughs> drama yes okay dramatic acts or reactivity is yeah. like taking a can of man repellent and spraying it. <laughs> okay. okay. So, so uh, it's not going to babble anymore when you do that. The babbling stops. Huh? No, exactly. <laughs> the, exciting, exactly. the exciting stuff stops. Okay. Love it. So what we do is we help them to become emotionally integrated and learn how to express from a very primal place mm. where mm. a man can hear and just feel, mm. okay? So from your emotional body to his emotional body, you can have the most authentic conversation. And this helps you with not only deepening the connection with him, but then ultimately through conflict resolution and beyond. So it's a process. We teach them a whole new language of communication. Right. Now, the analytical women who are so commonly my clients, and that's because they are stuck in their head. Right. They don't have the skills of how to function from down below, from their heart right. and other areas of their body. Yeah. And they're unable, that makes them guarded and they're yes. attracting men who are guarded and it's fizzling out wow. for the reasons we've mentioned before. Interesting. So you're probably combining like therapeutic techniques like empathetic listening, you know, affirmation, uh, even like uh, meditation or timeouts, you know, taking time to 
uh, reduce the amygdala, you know, the over-emotional response. So uh, those are very powerful techniques, the psychological side. So you do a lot of work, uh, inner work, which I think is really powerful. But then you also do outer strategies. I see that you do actually specific things that women can do to get out there and meet the right men. Now you talk about uh, get the high caliber man hooked on you and fall madly in love. So when I'm thinking of this, uh, when I hear the word high caliber, I'm trying to figure out how do you define that? I mean, is this a guy that's rich, handsome, and famous, or is he sweet, kind, and gentle? Uh, how, how do you define high caliber? I like leaving that undefined. Ah. For the woman, each woman has an individual component. Yes, um, although these men who are successful and my successful women want a man like that, okay. ultimately there are certain things that are driving an individual toward success, right? And okay. it's oftentimes um, he's conditioned this way or he's perhaps lacking attention or love from a primary caregiver and so he's set to strive for the rest of his life okay. and he may have um, more space between his ego and his mm -hmm. heart. Mm -hmm. And so I, I am skilled at helping women attract these kind of men. Now that is for various reasons, but the feminine energy is gonna be critically important mm -hmm. there. Okay, so let me get a picture. I mean, if you can use just a few words to describe this, this uh, high caliber man, uh, would it be ambitious? Would it be, would it be kind? I mean, are we looking at some inner elements? What would be three or four words that we could use for that? Kindness is incredibly important, and I want women to seek. I use this word a lot, yes. okay? Wholesome, okay? Ah. Because if we're just out there looking for this um, sexy, successful, um, intelligent man, which the women all want, we've right. got to pair that with a man who can stand the test of time. So he would be commitment-oriented, uh, kind, and wholesome, right? And they can fill in the blanks with how what else they're looking for, but we're always striving for a man who's ready to really partner, share his heart, uh, be a true partner. So the relationship that they find through our work is their final relationship. Okay. How about uh, wholesome, sexy, successful, and loyal? Would that work for the most That's Okay, so you have a little bit of everything, right? The different combinations. Now, for these high caliber guys you're talking about, uh, there are certain elements the woman has to develop, I guess, or have. You talk about being approachable, magnetic, being high value, and um, also um, authentically hard to get. So I'm kind of wondering, the authentically hard to get is an interesting term because, you know, you remember the old books like The Rules and all that, where they say, don't call him, you know, let him call you and so forth. Uh, mm -hmm. And, you know, play kind of hard to get, which kind of uh, does uh, attract people in a certain sense, but then it may be inauthentic. So what does that mean, authentically hard to get? Authentically hard to get means you're not playing hard to get. You are so keenly aware of your criteria um, and what's going to truly make you happy that you are holding an exploratory phase for some time, exploring the man, and really considering if this is going to be a wonderful partner for life. Now, you cannot determine that in two dates. Of course, you can have an intuitive feeling. Yes. The problem with that is women can't determine what's their intuition um, or what's their that electric feeling of chemistry that, that may be pushing them toward attraction, of course, attachment that makes them feel in their bones like, ooh, this man is right for me. Uh, our bodies are designed to push us toward feeling like a certain man is right for us. And that's why I mentioned earlier that we help you get a 
step ahead of your humanness in that regard to make a clear choice. And when you're doing this, you become naturally harder to get. You do become something that a man has to put effort in and take time to get to know you because you're not falling in his lap in one, two, three dates as what's happening now in linear dating. I see what you're saying. Uh, So I guess you talk about kind of a bland, um, you have an idea of balance. So if you're too hard to get, that wouldn't work either. So you also talk about being approachable and magnetic. So uh, how does a woman do that? Uh, I mean, she can smile and, you know, this and that, but what are some of the tips for her to be approachable and magnetic? So that men, you know, men can be very shy at times, you know, and they can also pull back. So how does she do that, be magnetic? It's our job as the feminine energy partner to come into that situation or date um, with our unzipped heart. So what we do is we allow our heart to come out to play without handing it over ah, on, okay. on a silver platter. Okay. Hard to play, okay. And how does that look like, for example? Let's say, uh, give me a real hypothetical. So they're on a date in Manhattan, so what does that look like? Sure, well, oftentimes a woman is coming and feeling guarded and she's got a lot of tension in her body, her shoulders are up, and she's waiting for a sign from the man to Mm. say something like, ooh, you're so pretty, or ooh, I really like that about you. She's waiting for a sign Mm. that he likes her to then soften, Ah. okay? Now, this is is not productive. Mm. Mm. I don't want you to wait for external feedback to feel, uh, to gain approval to start letting your magic out. I want you to show up with your magic out Mm -hmm. in order to help him Mm -hmm. unzip his heart. Because Mm -hmm. only when two hearts are unzipped can they start to form that beginning of a bond Mm -hmm. or that spark. Um, So there are many ways that we help them do this and I am happy to continue, but that is just one, Mm -hmm. one really big tip that if you don't take anything else away and you're out there dating with having difficulty is to bring your warmth, your curiosity, and unzip your heart in front of a man um, in order to foster connection. Mm -hmm. Now, oftentimes women have a hard time doing this because they don't feel attracted to him yet. Mm -hmm. That's another thing. So they're cold and closed off. Mm -hmm. I want you to allow yourself to be surprised and Mm -hmm. come with curiosity and softness and get to know this human who's sitting in front of you, this human with a heart. I like that stuff, yeah. So uh, kind of like, um, you know, matching and mirroring, you know, the mirror neurons, people kind of imitate what they see in the other person. So if she's kind of cold and detached, he'll, he'll be possibly the same. But you're saying to open yourself up and then, you know, he might respond as well with more openness and like you said, the heart, and that could be a real connection. But it's kind of scary though, in the beginning, I guess it's fearful for some women to do that. They've been hurt in the past. So I'm sure you help them get over that uh, kind of fear where they can, they're starting anew, right? It's a whole, it's a whole new experience each time that it's, it's fresh as opposed to thinking of the past. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty powerful. And the other idea of um, being a high value person, you talk about not chasing, you know, putting, you know, putting realistic boundaries and things like that. So tell me about that. A high value woman, what is that, what is that like? A high value woman is a woman who's taken the time to learn about herself and what truly works, uh, what will not work for her. And again, she's taking the time to respect her heart, to respect herself by taking this time to learn about herself and about 
the person in front of her um, or the options that are in her field. Now, a high value woman has learned how to thrive from her heart space. She's learned to connect with the, the feelings inside, the emotions that trigger us and can be this natural guiding light for our life. You talk a lot about making decisions from your intuitive place inside and how that guides us in our lives. Okay. A high value woman is someone who is connected in this way and can really feel into um, what is the correct path? Who is the correct man? Who is right. right for me? What is right for my life? Yes, definitely. And I think, um, I know you, like uh, you, you like to pray a lot? Are you a very uh, spiritual? I'm a certified <laughs> yoga instructor. So, okay, I, I like that. Um, yeah. so when, that's a, when I feel a lot of love and heart energy, I just yes. naturally um, yes. do Na this. Na namaste, right? <laughs> namaste. <I guess> peace. <laughs> or actually, Bhatki and, um, you know, the path of love in the Eastern philosophy and uh, also Karuna, compassion. So those are important elements. I see that you kind of have an Eastern maybe approach in some ways because you're looking at the balance of things, you know, neither one way or the other. Because you talk about uh, nurturing, and I think you even said that you're a nurturer and you maybe over-nurtured some men in the past, which may push them away uh, because uh, they want to show value, right? They want to show your, their value to you, and you're, you're doing that to them. But also you don't want to under-nurture as well. So, that's a, so where does that balance come from? How does a woman find that? The woman who can balance her masculine and feminine energy is the fully actualized woman. Yes. It's counterintuitive, but nurturing is masculine energy. Mm. So it is a doing action. Yes. So as we learn how to balance our masculine feminine energy, it becomes an intuitive thing that we have to practice out there to understand. So that's why I want you to have a man funnel, or you can look at it as um, friends who you are exploring their values and how we feel around them for future potential romance. Um, and the women who come through this work, this isn't something that you just learn or watch one video and you get it. You have to practice it out in the world. So I, I joke that it's good that I have two dogs because I over nurture them, I squeeze them, I whisper sweet little nothings into their ears, I kiss yeah, them like right. half the day. What, so what, what kind of dogs do you have, by the way? I have a, um, two red poodles, a 70 pound oh. one and a 17 pound one. Wow. And okay. they are just, they wow. are the epitome of love, right? They just <laughs> yes, walk around in the highest vibration of love and yes. a lot can be learned from them. Yeah, definitely dogs uh, do have that uh, unconditional love, uh, agape. We call it extend loving energy without expectation. But in adult relationships, it's kind of hard sometimes to have that. Usually, even between parent and child, young child, you see that. But then adults, they start becoming conditional. So that's a whole different process. But in terms of uh, the spiritual side of things, you, you do talk a lot about that. And also the idea of, uh, you said, find the sweet spot and uh, know when to lean back. Now, when you're leaning back, what does that mean exactly in the relationship? Uh, there is a sacred energetic space between um, you and the person that you're exploring for a relationship with. Now, you've probably experienced this when, let's say, you finally got over a man that was weighing on your heart and you shifted to maybe another love interest or you shifted to something in your life and boom, that's the moment he called. Yeah. 
calls you because there's a release. There's expectation energy that can weigh on that person who's in that energy bubble with you. And when we don't have awareness of this and we start push, pushing, pushing, using our masculine energy to further a relationship, it takes away the space that he needs to come toward you. When you start getting a feel of how these energetics work, you can really feel when you're leaning in to that energy bubble and taking up too much space or when you may need to allow him to absorb and um, actually allow his testosterone to flood in again because being with a feminine energy woman and when he's um, in that energy space for a while, it can drain his his testosterone or AKA maybe his masculinity a bit. So sometimes he needs to lean back to just recharge. Mm. And when we have awareness of this um, and we realize that a man does like to have work, he likes to put in effort and he needs the tension of that. He needs tension to be there for him to be able to have the opportunity to make efforts. And this is part of how he falls, especially these high caliber men who Mm. we're mentioning. Okay, very good. Now, Megan, I'd like to do a little reversal with you right now, because uh, I know you work a lot with uh, women, but I have a very interesting case here. I have uh, Reggie, my producer. Reggie, can you come up here? I want you to give him a hand here uh, in the dating, the dating world. Uh, Reggie, uh, go ahead and say hi to our great coach, uh, Megan. Hi, Megan. Hey, Reggie. Now, uh, Reggie's a, a very nice guy, but he's very shy, and actually he's never really had a real relationship. And uh, I have um, a bet with him where I, I'm going to pay for his date for $100 if he can find a gal to go out with. But he's not, actually, he hasn't done it. It's been a while, a couple of years. Uh, so can you give us some advice on that uh, to help him find that soulmate as a man? And he's, he's the so-called nice guy. He's always in the friend zone. So he meets a woman, and uh, either she has a boyfriend or maybe they become friends and then it doesn't work out. Is that the way it works, Reggie? Um traditionally yeah but like no like remember you said about the balance like the date or whatever like so i did get the date remember it didn't go in a relationship but i did go on the the hundred dollar date oh you got the date okay remember yeah it didn't go further right yeah yeah all right so how do we help him go further megan to really find a good woman for him reggie what's your perception of what um might be amiss here in your romantic world well traditionally we talked about this before on the show is that like um i kind of like um just um, kind of going with the mindset of I like I need this to happen, you know, be kind of like um, desperate, you know, self-conscious or whatever, you know, and that um, the girls I'm interacting with they pick up on that, you know, and so like um, we've been trying to work on that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he has a desperate energy, I guess, to you know win a soulmate. Uh, mm-hmm. How do you help him with that? So we would work from the inside out and the outside in. So mm-hmm. the first thing that we would do is um, we would work face-to-face like we are now, and we can do some date simulations where it can really help you to um, increase. Okay, let's try it right now, okay? How would sure. you do that? Let's say she's, sure. uh, you see her in a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. What would you say to her? Okay. Oh. <laughs> so, hi, hello. Um, how are you doing today? Okay, great start. Okay. Now, what we want to first do is we want to build like this energetic resonance within our body. So the first thing I'm going to have you do is like imagine the woman in front of you and First, just tap into how that makes you feel. There's a pretty woman and you want to connect with her. And she's now in front of you in the coffee shop. What are you feeling in your body right now? Um, a little nervous, yeah, a little nervous, but I'm excited too. <laughs> Beautiful, and where do you feel that manifestation of nerves inside your body? I'm in my chest. 
Okay, so let's just take a moment. We want to set intention and we want to prepare for approaching the woman. And you would do the same thing before a date. So like, I can tap into that nerves that you're feeling in my chest too. And we're both going to breathe into it. And um, we can all three do this together. So let's breathe in and bring that life force energy or that prana. It's like a beautiful nourishing. I like to visualize it as like a golden liquid that I'm bringing in. So let's all bring that into our chest. And as we release it, okay, Reggie, I want you to just allow your body to melt to a deeper level as you release the air. Let out anything that you don't need, anything that's not serving you. And then let's, what I would want you to do preferably is practice this on your own and do 10 rounds, but right in the coffee shop, if you're very well practiced at this, you can do one magical breath and release the chest. Let your shoulders drop. Now, even though we're taking ourselves to a deeper state of relaxation, you as the masculine energy man, you are going to, build up your body, okay? So get on your sits bones, okay? We can pretend we're on our feet and I want you to take up more space. Confident people, take up more space. <laughs> now, <laughs> now I want your voice to start coming from down below because when you approached me and you said, hi, it was coming from a head space of nerves. It's like a cartoon, cartoon character. Right? Okay, okay, so, okay, go, so let's all try this again. So now that we have um, built a um, softer, softer like resonance for the energy to really flow back and forth okay now i want you one more step is we would here's how we're going to grow a little bit of charisma we we intentionally grow our ball of love inside of our body which means we're going to we're going to start growing love and gratitude and appreciation for the person we're about to to meet let's like feel it growing in our belly or even our heart chest would be good for you since that's where you feel tightness intentionally bring in so much love for this person unconditional love no matter what is going to happen every no that you receive reggie makes you just one step closer to a yes okay good old tom hopkins so I want you to realize that this is an opportunity for you. I want you to go out there and get rejected as much as humanly possible. Okay, let's try it right now, uh, Reggie. Okay, go, go with that deep voice. Okay, take the deep breath. Okay. Now you're gonna approach me uh, approach with her. this energy yeah. and this deeper voice. There. Now go ahead and re-approach me. Yes. Hi, hello, how are you? Ooh, I felt that. Uh, he's he's felt a macho that. man. I like that, right? Okay. Uh, you, you got the energy. How do you feel? So, the, I feel great. Yeah. Way more confident. So, so you got gold inside your belly now. Right? Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, so would you want to go out to the coffee shop later today and try it? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. So Megan, how often should he practice these techniques to get him to the higher state? that you're talking about of uh, confidence. Look, we need to have to be practicing frequently. If you're visualizing yourself approaching these women, yes. if you're tapped into what you bring to the table in your relationship, yes. if you're increasing your numbers and again, doing the inner work at the same time, you're right. going to see results out right. there. Right, so you're gonna have a lady funnel. Pretty soon, right? <laughs> you're gonna get out there and practice it? Of course, right. yeah. Well, say thanks to, to Megan for the help. Right, of course. By the way, do you like his beard? Some people say he should shave it, but what do you think? Should he keep the beard? When you say working from the outside in yes. and the inside out, uh -huh. um, I do think that working with a professional image consultant, uh -huh. like we uh -huh. have an in-house man funnel uh -huh. stylist wow. nice. who I did an event with last night. Okay. It, 
look, men are visual creatures, but women are too. Reggie, mm -hmm. don't overlook the importance yes. of updating your look and how right. you're presenting yourself energetically wow. and externally. Right. Okay. It's going to be Megan. We're going yeah. to New York City. Yeah. Okay. Say, <laughs> thank say thanks to Megan. Thank you, Megan. <laughs> okay. All right. That was great, Megan. So you really uh, put into practice. I don't know. You don't work with men, I know. Or do you work with men? I do. We work with specific oh. commitment-oriented men on a private basis. Oh, okay. Very good. Okay. So you do have a little bit of that knowledge of the male uh, ego and psyche. Oh, yeah. But that was wonderful what you did. Because you started uh, from the inside. Inside, you know, Most people say, you know, say this, say that, or, you know, that kind of thing. But you wanted him to have the energy first and the, and the inner innerness. Confidence, faked confidence is when we just do the external. But yes. real authentic confidence yes. is when we feel it on the inside and we're mm -hmm. tapped into... Mm -hmm our inner messages. I like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I've talked to a lot of dating coaches, but you're one of the most kind of comprehensive because you go a lot with the spiritual and the inner and also the outer too. So you have the business and sales background, which is kind of a pretty cool combination uh, to have the, you know, the inner and the outer at the, at the same time. So uh, yeah. it's wonderful having you on the show. I mean, this is really very, um, very enjoyable and enlightening. And um, I'd love to have you back on again. And perhaps we could do something together either. Uh, do you ever get to, out to L.A. much or California? I, I do. I may be coming out um, within the next couple of weeks. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we can meet yeah. and, you know, maybe create a seminar or something kind of cool for people uh, in California or New York. Are you guys able to do things now or no in life? We absolutely are. I, I had um, I had two speaking engagements uh, in New York City this week so far. Okay. And Great. I'd love to speak to you again and tell you more about some of the exciting projects. Right. And yes, see, it's been a while. Uh, so when Lifetimes came out, I went out there and did some tours. Uh, so where can people hear about you, Megan? I know you have a lot of stuff to offer. Tell us, uh, do you have coaching, books? Uh, tell us about your, your programs. Sure. We have um, high-level uh, program where we work with women on my signature process across yes across six months and that's in a group format and why that is so powerful the accountability and the magic and the love in the group and the practicing shared vulnerability goes so far and when you're within a group you get questions answers to questions you didn't even know you had and yes. of course we do private and if you just want to gather information you can go to uh, themanfunnel.com to the blog you can pop into the manfunnel facebook group or you can follow the manfunnel on instagram or tiktok okay excellent so the mat the manfunnel it's how do you spell funnel for those that don't know funnel f-u-n-n-e-l okay, so perfect. it's one word man yes. funnel perfect okay and you have uh books you got books or tapes or things like that to, for people the, the book we have ebooks and such the man funnel okay. book is coming okay. out this year Excellent. so you can look forward to that yeah that sounds great fantastic so again uh, it's wonderful because love really is the ultimate elixir you know for happiness and you know in our dimes today people are stuck at home many times there's a virus a lot of um, uncertainty but when you have love, things change in your life, right? There's a happiness, there's a consistency in, in who you are. And our, our process here is to love uh, ourselves, others, and a higher nature. And it seems like you're working with people to do that. But what if people don't have a higher nature? What if they say, I'm atheist or I don't have a spiritual background? How do you work with them in that way? Um, well, atheism just might mean that they don't believe that there's a singular God. Um, my belief is that there's too many different uh, hypotheses for too many different religions for those gods to be right. accurate. So mm -hmm. my sense of a higher power is this: these energetic dynamics. There are absolutely um, energetic laws that we follow in my work that we know to be true, as I mentioned about the energy bubble or that sacred space that we've yes. all felt, right. right? So rather we tap into that and 
when you learn to function in the higher vibration of love, there is magic and the universe unfolds for you. When women are tapped into the feminine energy, it's that same magic. Yeah. And yeah. men simply come out of the, the woodwork. I like that. Yeah, because love is the ultimate spirituality. And you mentioned gratitude with Reggie, and you know, gratitude is very powerful. You know, grateful for the person, the human being in front of you, and the spirit. So, uh, love university students. I uh, love to have you check out her work here. Megan's doing uh, amazing things, and she works nationwide, maybe worldwide, I imagine. Uh, you can reach us at 310-226-8090. Visit us at loveuniversity.love. Write to us at loveuniversitylove at gmail.com. So again, Megan, it's been wonderful to have you on the show. So keep the uh, love uh, energy work going and helping people find their soulmate uh, all throughout the world. Thank you so much for having me. Until next time, this is Dr. Alex Avila with Love University. And go out and have a loving spiritual week. That was a great interview we had with Megan Wex, a dating relationship coach out of New York City. It helps high-powered women find their soulmates. But it's more than just finding your soulmate. It's really finding your inner soulmate, finding your inner love. Uh, she said dating yourself, uh, also being spiritually connected to yourself and being authentic. And that's the power. So Love University, we talk about loving yourself, and that's where it all begins. Not in an egotistical way or a selfish way, but in a way that you want to give more love to others by taking care of yourself, by having worthiness within yourself. So this is Dr. Alex Avila. If you want to contact us, you can reach us at loveuniversity.love, loveuniversitylove at gmail.com. Call us at 310-226-8090. If you want to be on the show, if you have a show question, any ideas for guests, you can also like us on Facebook at Love University Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Love Letter U Podcast. We also have a sister podcast we've just started called Invincible You, where we talk more about inner empowerment, uh, the mind of riches, and other aspects of being the best person you can possibly be, your highest potential. Follow us on Twitter at InvincibleU underscore, and follow us on Instagram at InvincibleU official. So until next time, you can also uh, subscribe to us on Podbean, Spotify, SoundCloud, and iTunes for both Love University and the new podcast, Invincible You. This is Dr. Alex Abbott. Go out this week and find your inner core nature of love, loving yourself, and go out and resonate with other people. Be grateful for being in their presence, and you might be able to discover that ideal person and find your soulmate. Until next time, this is Dr. Alex Avila with Love University. Oh, 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 oh,